All right, Alexander, let's talk about some Biden White House foreign policy with uh, diplomacy with uh, Saudi Arabia. Can we call this diplomacy? Uh, the Biden White House is looking to get Saudi Arabia back on side, even though uh, MBS despises Biden. Biden despises MBS. Biden has said very nasty things about MBS. But uh, they realize that they need Saudi Arabia if the U.S. economy is going to, to continue to, to, uh, to recover, to, to prosper. Without Saudi Arabia, uh, the U.S. economy, the U.S. dollar just doesn't work as well. So what is going on right. with uh, the Biden White House and their diplomatic effort the diplomatic charm offensive with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Well, I think I think first of all you're absolutely correct. I think that um, Biden has failed to take MBS particularly seriously. That the two men are known to dislike each other intensely. I think that Biden has been very hostile to MBS up to this point. I think finally the penny has dropped, and I think the thing that's really probably creating all the concern is Saudi Arabia's bid to join the BRICS, which is probably going to be considered by the BRICS states over the next couple of days. There's a BRICS summit on the horizon just a few days off now. And I think that has um, spooked the US because, of course, at the BRICS summit, the BRICS states are going to be discussing their payment system. And, of course, if Saudi Arabia is a part of that, and backs that payment system with its oil wealth and uh, you know, insists upon oil, Saudi oil being paid in Chinese RMB or whatever, you know, unit of account um, this BRICS bank eventually starts to issue. Well, that is a massive challenge to the position of the dollar. And I think that that they finally understood that. I think there's something else uh, which is particularly important for Biden and for the Democrats, which is, of course, they have the election next year. There's been upward pressure over the last few weeks on oil prices. The Saudis have cut production. The Russians have started to cut production. It's not been a smooth upward trajectory for oil prices because there's the drag from China, from the fact that the Chinese economy, contrary to what many people expected, is not firing forward on all cylinders. We did a program about that a couple of days ago. But there is still the worry that oil prices may start to rise in the autumn. They're already growing in the US. Prices are apparently gas stations, are going up. It's a very sensitive issue. In an election, Biden's ability to go on releasing oil from the American Petroleum Reserve is now almost exhausted. So they want the Saudis again to change course. So we have this diplomatic offensive, this attempt to make up with the Saudis. And... Uh, the Wall Street Journal has told us what this is all about. And nominally, it's all about getting the Saudis to agree to establish diplomatic relations with Israel, you know, like the other Arab states in the Gulf have done, something that the Saudis up to this point have resisted. But it seems that the reality is that the, the, the Americans are bringing up, that the administration is bringing up other things. They want 
the Saudis to go on buying oil in USD. <laughs> they want, in other words, the Saudis to give up on this plan, joining BRICS, involving themselves in this currency, taking payment for oil in Chinese currency, in Chinese RMB. They want the Saudis to go back on that. They want the Saudis also to agree to more US military bases in Saudi Arabia. Now, why would the Saudis agree to that? What is the offer? Because there, is an, there has to be an offer to the Saudis to get them to agree to all of these things. Well, firstly, we're told by the Wall Street Journal that you know, the United States supposedly is going to provide indefinite support, security guarantees to Saudi Arabia. Well, that's nonsense, because in theory, Saudi Arabia has already had that ever since the 1940s, when Franklin Roosevelt, no less, first agreed that with the Saudi king um, Ibn Saud in the 1940s. And that whole agreement was renewed in the early 1970s um, b between Henry Kissinger and King Faisal of Saudi Arabia at that time. So you're just giving the Saudis the promise that they've already had. So that, it can't be that. The other thing is that the Saudis supposedly have asked for help with a nuclear program. And that is the key to this, because what we're really talking about, a nuclear program, we're not talking about a civil nuclear program. Saudi Arabia can access civil nuclear technology from all sorts of places from Russia, by the way, from China, from uh, um, France, probably, as well. I mean, all these countries would be probably very happy to provide the Saudis with that kind of technology. What it really must mean, it's the only thing that makes any kind of sense, is that the US is quietly hinting to the Saudis. Maybe they're not saying this explicitly. Look, if you decide to go ahead and develop a nuclear weapons program, we're going to look the other way, just as we have with India and Pakistan. So India and Pakistan developed nuclear weapons. There was light-touch sanctions on India, which have been lifted. Light-touch sanctions on Pakistan, which have been lifted. We're going to do the same with you. We're going to pretend we don't agree, but ultimately, if you acquire nuclear weapons, it's okay with us. And, and that's, I think, if you like, the inducement that the Biden administration, the Biden White House, is offering to the Saudis. Okay, so what would uh, China and Russia say to that? Well, I think what the Chinese and the Russians would say to MBS is, do you really trust Biden? And at the end of the day, um, if you go along with this, I mean, what real benefit accrues to you from it? Because there's nothing preventing you from acquiring nuclear weapons, if that's what you want to do. I mean, you've probably got the technology, you've got the resources, you've got the money, you've actually got quite a lot of scientists and engineers. You're very close friends with Pakistan, which, of course, has nuclear weapons and can probably share technology with you. We're not going to stand in your way because... We're not going to. I mean, that's not what we do. We will obviously complain, but we're not going to stand in your way. At the end of the day, if you want to do it, you can still do it. But we're giving you all this other, all the rest. We're giving you a place in the bricks. We're giving you a big position um, 
in the Gulf. Uh, we are able, above all, and this is absolutely key as far as the Saudis are concerned, we can offer you continued support through OPEC Plus because you need the cooperation of Russia to be able to keep oil prices stable and indeed not just stable but stably high. The United States cannot do that, so it is in your interests to stick with us. Why does Saudi Arabia, why would they want uh, the nuclear weapons? Well, that's a very good question. The only reason they would want them. What's the threat? <laughs> well, there isn't a threat at the moment. I mean, that they, if they've patched up relations with Iran, then they're not threatened. I mean, it's as simple as that. But I mean, MBS might want nuclear weapons because that will strengthen um, Saudi Arabia's position, it will become a nuclear power. I mean, it's a status thing. I mean, that's the only conceivable reason they would want them at that time, unless they're thinking that at some point in the future they might find themselves in conflict with Iran again. But I don't think that that really is the motivating thing. With MBS, maybe the hope is that you know you can win him over by offering him a status as the you know, leader of a nuclear power. And that will be enough in itself. And what about the the countries in the neighborhood? Well, I mean, let's be honest. How are they going to receive this, this well, information it, if this is indeed the case? It is an absolute disaster. I mean, if this happens, it drives a coach and horses. It, well, it doesn't. It destroys the nuclear non-proliferation treaty. If Saudi Arabia acquires nuclear weapons, it's highly likely that Iran will, it's highly likely that Turkey will, and it's highly likely that Egypt will. <laughs> One of these countries will probably move forward with acquiring nuclear weapons. We will have a nuclear, a nuclearized Middle East, a region of the world. It is still extremely unstable. I mean, jihadi groups are still present and operating there. I mean, it, it, this is... This is the stuff of nightmares, frankly. But it looks like the Biden administration is putting all those concerns aside. You know, if this report in the Wall Street Journal is true, which I'm sure it is, and if my reading of what is going on is true, which I'm also sure it is, the Biden administration is prepared to take these enormous risks because it's got an election to win it next year and it's got to shore up the position of the dollar and that's its priority. What a reckless White House, my God. Okay. Just well, you think it can't get any worse? It, it does. Worse. <laughs> it does, absolutely, yes. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll end it there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, and Rockfin. And go to Duran shop, 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.